Cyberpunk 2077's faceplant at the end of 2020 saved Marvel's Avengers from being the most disappointing game of that year. Any game based on the most popular IP in the world developed by Tomb Raider studio Crystal Dynamics should be a surefire hit, but from the start it was a victim of bad press. First, people complained that the characters didn't look like their theatrical counterparts. Then, they played a beta and found the gameplay to be bland. And finally, its games-as-a-service microtransactions were the breaking point. By the time it launched, many players had already made up their minds. Since then, Square Enix has tried to rehabilitate the game's image with a trio of well-received expansions, but it hasn't worked. Which brings us to the publisher's Hail Mary, releasing it on Game Pass. Can Microsoft's service swoop in like a caped crusader and save this struggling game? Let's find out if Marvel's Avengers is a Game Pass or a Game Fail. This just got a whole lot more interesting. Let's make this quick. Marvel's Avengers currently has four campaigns available, the main reassemble campaign, and three added via DLC since launch. You can play them in any order, but the DLC campaigns assume you know how to play, so we recommend tackling the main campaign first. The initial tutorial serves as a great combat primer and sets up an interesting story where Kamala Khan turns from fangirl into Miss Marvel as she attempts to get the Avengers back together. And stay down! Since we are already familiar with the base campaign, we've spent most of our time on the War for Wakanda expansion, where Black Panther tries to stop the evil Claw from stealing the powerful Vivanium that powers the country. The campaign is short with just five combat missions and takes about four hours to complete. Black Panther's extensive mobility makes him fun to play and allows for more platforming than the base game. Bring the Avengers to the palace. While Square Enix will be happy if you play the single-player content, what it's really hoping is that you get hooked on the microtransaction-heavy multiplayer. It's set after the events of the various campaigns, but it's really just beating up more bad guys. Having other players helping is better than relying on AI, but we've had problems joining anything other than training rooms. The DLC campaigns also let you play with others, but we've run out of time to check them out. <laughs> is it over? The gameplay in Marvel's Avengers falls into a familiar template made popular by games like Batman Arkham Asylum. You pound enemies to a pulp with your fists or melee weapon while building combos and dodging enemy attacks. The main twist is that each hero has three MOBA-style super abilities on cooldown timers. Each character also has a useful ranged attack, even those you wouldn't expect like the Hulk. Buffs and debuffs are also a major part of the strategy. The gameplay is fun, and while it may appear simple at first, there's more to it than just mashing buttons. Things start to get murky when you dive into progression. You gain experience as you fight. As you attain new levels, you gain skill points for new combat moves or bonuses to existing abilities. You also collect gear, and each piece provides random benefits that you can upgrade using various resources you find on each mission. There are also challenges to complete that fulfill the character-specific battle pass requirements for new cosmetics and even more resources. Then there's a faction progression system, collectible comics that improve your stats, and a champion mastery you can develop after you've reached level cap. Phew! I'm lost? Sure. Let's get you back to the main event, okay? It's a lot to keep track of, and impossible to untangle in just a couple days of play. Luckily, the game handles all the teetotaling, allowing the player to just focus on the combat and assigning points or equipping new gear after each mission. Enemies scale to your level in the campaign, but in multiplayer, where every player may be a different level, it's not quite as successful. 
Enemies are rated at an average of the party, so some players will struggle along while others find it way too easy. For higher level players, this results in a lot of time being spent reviving downed party members. At least there's always better gear being dropped by felled enemies. The combat is unspectacular, and the progression is a bit too extensive. But the biggest issue with Marvel's Avengers is how quickly it all becomes repetitive. Even in our limited playtime, we face similar objectives in multiple levels. Any other ideas? Yes! At first, the combat appears to be plenty deep, but you eventually realize that there just aren't enough ways to beat up the bad guys. Even going from one character to another doesn't provide enough variety to make them all feel worthwhile, so the prospect of building multiple characters isn't especially compelling. It's called unoriginal. There are plenty of comps for Marvel's Avengers on Game Pass. Streets of Rage 4 is a pure beat-em-up with fun cooperative play, but lacks any sort of RPG elements. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order has great combat with similar character expansion, but it's single-player only and its combat is more measured and thoughtful. The Yakuza games have a similar combat style, but focus more on story with wildly different themes. Probably the closest analog is the MMO. Game Pass has a handful of those like Bethesda's The Elder Scrolls Online or Fallout 76. Then there's Destiny 2 and Black Desert Online, which both take action-driven approaches to the genre. So while there's no other online-focused game featuring a massive roster of superheroes on Game Pass, there are plenty of opportunities for a very similar experience. Now it's time to find out, is Marvel's Avengers a Game Pass or a Game Fail? Are you always this well-spoken? Marvel's Avengers hasn't changed much since its launch a year ago. The tug-of-war between adding new content and overhauling its progression and combat has resulted in a game with plenty to do that all feels the same. There are more characters and missions, but when there's so little variance between them, you are essentially pressing buttons just to see the next cutscene. If you do decide to give it a go, we recommend sticking to the single-player content, where some of these issues are mitigated. And that's a major benefit of Game Pass. You can sample specific parts of games completely guilt-free, and when things begin to become dull, you can simply move on without a big dollar commitment forcing you to keep going. For Avengers, that could be after a couple hours if you tire of the combat, a couple dozen hours if you get sucked into the campaign, or hundreds of hours if you are compelled to max out multiple characters. The comps are strong, but none of them feature a gaggle of the world's most recognizable characters. Don't let Square Enix's confounding business decisions prevent you from trying a game with a solid core and tons of fan service. Marvel's Avengers, it's a game pass. For next week, we are looking at the remaster of Quake.